We live, we live, we live in the building. Episode six of Let's Agree and Disagree. I'm in the building. We got a packed house today. We got Sarone on the ones and twos. You. My man Eddie, Daryl, Zeke, Corey. Yo, yo. And uh, guest appearance, uh, his second guest appearance at the crib. My little brother, Lewis. And uh, we gonna start it off talking about the Sixers not in the playoffs no longer. And uh, the talks are already starting. Everything's getting spiced up spiced up because they're talking about LeBron potentially coming to Philly. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed with the loss, but not really like, all right, we it's better days ahead of us. You know what I mean? I, you look realistically like we really wasn't winning shit with that lineup anyway. Like Bellinelli and Ilio, they can't be our like starter go. You know what I mean? All right, but but basically what we want to get at is the fact that I don't know if y'all listen to sports radio, but yeah, it's like yeah. almost fifty fifty because you get the callers that say we don't want Brian because we like what we had True. already already here, True. And, we, and, and we want to be able to win a championship organically, homebred, you know what I'm saying? And so they don't want they don't, they don't want to go after Bron because they feel like if they do that, it takes away from the championship, the the, 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 the process. I don't give a damn. But in my mind, I feel like I part of the one. process was attracting a top five you know, player in the league. Always was the goal. I feel like this was the last process. So... I just, I just I can't understand or fathom the idea of Brian coming here and it being a negative. What y'all think? I agree with you 100%. I mean, when you look at some of the uh, players that Brian's played with in the past, um, guys like uh, Dwayne Wade um, in his early year in Cleveland, a plethora of different type of players. Um, and even uh, later on with the second go around with Cleveland, I mean, he's proven that he can play with any style of player. Um, I think that what would happen if Brian came here is it would be less isolation basketball that he would play. I think his game would take more of an adjustment than other guys um, having to adjust to play to him. I mean, the Sixers outside of the Warriors are one of the teams that pass the ball the most in the NBA as far as passes and touches and assists per game. And so, you know, when you look at a team like Cleveland, you know, they're isolation basketball. So I think the better question is... Let me ask you this. What lineup could the Sixers potentially see with bringing Brian over here? So I think if they were to just sign Brian outright, yeah, mm-hmm. I think once that happened, um, I think the team would be in great position, first and foremost. But I also think, you know, everybody outside of probably Ben and Embiid, you know, their jobs automatically go up for grabs because at that point, it's about finding pieces that fit well. Mm-hmm. And maybe you do and maybe you don't. So, you know, ultimately, I can't say for sure, but with the lineup we have right now, you know, I can envision uh, Ben Simmons, um, uh, uh, LeBron, um, a Covington or Reddick, depending wow. on Covington stays. Covington keeps his job. That's yeah. why he got signed up. I, mean, I think. I think. I, think, I was wondering what they was. Like, what the fuck? They just giving him this money. He ain't never trade bait. That's a contract to get traded. He only got two years left on that drum. This year, that was. I think this year was the first year he was included in, in his contract, and. He got it was a three-year contract. Yeah, so remember, I said, remember, I, I, it's like twelve I, million a year. I framed the conversation saying, based on the roster that we have now. So I'm just thinking about style of play based on the roster we have now that you can put on the floor to fit with LeBron. So I mean, I don't, I can't not choose Covington because I don't have an alternative. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If I could say, all right, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that. As a chance Covington could be traded. You know what I'm saying? That's what I said. As soon as it happens, 
everybody's job will automatically yeah. go up for grabs. Yeah, 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 it's about finding yeah. the right pieces. So, 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 but if you just go by the pieces you got, going on LeBron. I mean, so, you go with a combination of either Covington or Reddy, depending on shit, what, what situation you got there. See what popped in with Danny Green? Shit. But look, I, I'm, Might playing, turn into something. I'm playing Dario, and then I'm playing right. Embiid. That, that's a, that, that lineup right there, that's enough. So You know what I mean? I think that's enough. Is that enough for a chip, or is it enough just to... I think it's it? enough to make it to the chip, but I think once you see the Warriors, then is the, then the process changes. Yeah, so right, good, how good. do I get to the, you know, to the space and the place where I can beat the Warriors? But... The first thing you gotta do is get to the point where you can get to the finals. Gotta have an A1 so, point guard to beat Golden State, man. So, so let I don't me think this. Dario on any star lineup is beating the Warriors. Let me, let me ask y'all this, though, because today was the, uh, the sure. draft lottery, and the Sixers ended up getting the 10th pick, right? Yeah. Do y'all see that? Do y'all see. Would you guys be willing to give up a 10th pick in order to get. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that ten pick can go. So you guys yeah. would package a, a first round pick. Yeah, yeah. Round yeah. Package, yeah. First yeah. round pick, folks. Speaking like true processors. Yeah, yeah. Like I've been processors. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, you but you ready for the final process yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. You don't even look forward to picking up somebody. Exactly. I see, I set them 10 win seasons yeah. and $10 ticket so seasons. It's picking, and up, like, that, like, it's picking up LeBron killing longevity. Is it just going to be like a two-year thing and then, like, he's gone and then six will just be up and still have like, money. Well, I mean, I think even if he only does two or three years in Philadelphia, I think during that time, what he would do is teach us how to win. And I think clearly that's... That's our learning curve right there. Like, we just, we're a young team. Big fella. Who needs to learn how to win? I think that's what LeBron, you know, learned in in Miami. He he learned how to win a championship. You know, he knew how to win. But he's coming with Miami. He would stimulate this shit out of the championship. What? He would turn his lady. The city. Like, Mansion Moose, dog. Wherever he go, like. And you got McNeil on the rise, too. Put the economy go crazy. That shit would be love. Yeah. I I can't see the idea of him coming here being a bad idea. Oh yeah, yeah, yet, yet you got them crazy calls calling in talking about we don't want Brown because we don't need Brown. Everyone needs no. Brown. Everyone needs <laughs> Brown. <Golden> State. <laughs> Man, not Golden State. Yeah, Just I mean, my ass. you got your mind on what that boy with Brown. And the, and the crazy thing is, the NBA he can he can go to Golden State. So somebody, one of the announcers, talked about it before. Somebody just that is super nutty though. Like, like it's, I be done. It, 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 it might be over. The Isaiah, league might be over. Like, Isaiah Thomas suggested. He said if he were Brian, he would go to Golden. I heard Shaq say it too. Thomas said it. That's <laughs> Shaq, a crazy. That's a crazy Shaq notion. That is a crazy fucking notion. Why would you want to even he be said, there? Uh, man, he would uh, kill uh, the NBA. He would kill the NBA. Yeah. Yo. That would be nuts, yo. Like, I would be so dumb with him. You know who would be there? I think the problem, I think the one issue with LeBron going to Golden State is, like, I don't think he has the type of relationship with Steph Curry and Draymond Green that would allow him to go there. I think he got the relationship with Durant. You know, I think Klay Thompson has more of a passive personality, bro. I think when you look at, you know, the dominant personality, he's more of a quiet dominance of Curry and then the dominant personality of Draymond. I just don't know how that works. So let me ask you this. It's an upgrade when you go from Iggy to LeBron. Right. Boston won the night. Boston is up 2-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals. 
Yeah, what y'all, what y'all think about that? Well, I'm hoping that Boston pulls uh, that Boston doesn't pull it out because I think I think if Boston beats Cleveland, we're looking at a sweep in the finals. Well, that I think it might be a sweep regardless. Yeah, but no, I think the issue is this. So, oh, that's fair. shit cool. I think you I really got to play shooters, like you know what I mean. Like, I think the, fa- the, the I think the thing that the Sixers yeah, have in our advantage. They're not running no seven foot three point shooter off the line. They match I'm up. Sorry. They can they can guard them though. It just they still gonna get cooked. They think is they run shooters off the three point line and make you put the ball on the ground. You run at the rim if you want to. He's gonna cook your ass. One dribble pull up. Wow. Bring him in all I, day. I just think Boston just inexperienced when it comes to playing against Golden State, but they can match up with them, though. I think they match up they, with them better than Cleveland, though. They might match up better than Cleveland. They I don't. hate Cleveland, yo. Like, yeah. LeBron, that's my Cleveland, man. Cleveland is a very, dysfunctional, watch, is a very dysfunctional team because it's just, like the 04 Lakers, yo. We had Gary Payton and, and fucking, you know, Carmelo. Like, it shit. might be Tyrone Lue. It is. Like, is. like it's, it's just plain to see it's Tyrone Lue. Like, it's always a cash coach, though. Like, LeBron is hard to cool. They can't hit shots, though. How much can it be Tyrone Lue? They can't hit shots. decision was it? Other than Brown, nobody else can score. Yeah, I, whose decision was it to bring those players over? I like the, the idea, though, what they were trying to do, the though, Cleveland. The GM. Everybody yeah. on their team got a <laughs> game. Kind of like, I like the idea because they were no, trying to I be know. able to switch with them. Um, right. Always was good at some point. They was always good at some point. Everybody on their team. I don't you think Tyrone names, yo. Jeff Green, Kyle Coover. He got all these names, like. Ain't doing nothing. They were trying to match up with um, Golden State, but they end up getting like old people that's not really trying to play they, scrappy. They all over the hill. Yeah, they all over the hill. Like they just, they not. They need some some youth on that team, and and you can't just be oh oh. It's so a first very of all, all right, so here we go. So first of all, they got the most youth on that team. So let's just put that out there. Well, that's not true. Yes. The second thing is what I was trying to. What do you mean they got the most youth yeah, on that team? They have youth. They have youth. They have young players. People Ooh. who are young. Ooh, they got good. they got younger with Larry Nance. Yes. And, uh, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. They young. Clarkson. Yeah, a lot of young ass bums. George Hill. Yeah, okay, right. all right. We're not talking about caliber talent. We're talking about, talent. We're talking about the age of the roster. They're still young. We didn't. All right. So that's the first thing. The second thing. What I was saying before. The reason I want Cleveland to beat Boston is because if if Bron don't make it to the finals, then I think it opens up the option of him going to the West. I think right now the main reason he would stay in the East is because one of the things that keeps his legacy kind of growing, the LeBron legacy growing, is consecutive trips to the finals. If Boston ends that run right now and beats him and is no longer the banner of consecutive trip to the finals, that's a part of his legacy, I think he's more open to going to, let's say, the Rockets. Yeah. I see, see what I'm saying? So the reason I want... Boston to lose is because I think him going to the finals kind of eliminates him going to a Western Conference team at the end of the season. I want him to come to the Sixers. That was my point. That's a second far, thing. That's Cleveland is a far cry. What do you mean? Why is that far? Because Bron could easily not make it to the finals, and that could be more reason for him wanting to leave and come leave. And, and go to Philadelphia. Not, well, to I, West, I think, not to a Western Conference team. I think it leaves regardless. If he goes to a Western Conference team, that makes it harder, even harder for him to make it to the finals. He has to run through uh, into Golden State. 
He would stay in the East. I don't think so. I think if I think if he doesn't have the banner of consecutive that, finals that over his like head, his only like he's going, going to climb. He's I going there. Mean. He's going there to beat the Warriors, right? So if he leaves Cleveland, he's going somewhere to win a championship. He may look at how desperate Chris Paul is and how desperate James Harden is and say, "I have a three-year window. I think I can get a championship with them before I have a three-year window with the Sixers." He might say that, but if he has the the consecutive finals appearances still as a banner. Uh, 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 you know, something to point to as a sense of pride. Then, when he's choosing between Embiid and Ben and he's Hart and CP, he's, he's like, oh, I'm not going to go to West. I'm more inclined to stay in the East right, because I want to have second to the finals. And I'll try to beat them with these guys. Right, I, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if, if you're him, you're like, all right, well, I probably like my chances better beating them with CP3 and Hart and just because of the fact that they would be desperate and a little more hungry and a little more ready for a championship. So that's why I said I would like to see Boston win because I think it increases our – I mean, see the Cavs win. So I think the Cavs winning and going to the finals and then losing to the Warriors increases our chances instead of the Celtics winning, going to the finals, increasing their confidence. And, you know, maybe it comes to us, maybe it goes west. But easily the Celtics going to the but finals this, yo, for a Sixers yo, fan is not a good thing. The Celtics are playing – are balling right now. And they still got Kyrie and Hayward on the bench. And I don't care that they ball. I'm, I'm just saying, like, we can't just autom- make it seem like it, it'll be just an automatic thing. If if we get Braun, yeah, automatic. Yeah, 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 yeah. automatic. At the end of the day, it's talent. Time. I understand all that other People stuff, but issue. when you're talking about talent like that, like, I mean, I believe if Boston makes it to the finals, it's going to be bad. You really can't. Yeah, I just looked you're... up um, the Cavalier age roster. Only person who, they got five people that's in their 20s. The only person that's good is Tristan Thompson. Everybody else is ass. Your opinion. And they're still young. We didn't say they have young, quality people who's going to carry the, the banner. We just said they're young. They they have youth, I said. We said they have youth. But they so you just said five people on, them on a 12-man roster. They're still youth. They, they that's their fault the that they're on the bench. That's their fault. Those same young people were playing during the regular season. It's because they're young. And that's why they're on the bench. And they were playing for a late. No, they're young in the ass. No, they were playing for Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. They don't get it fucked up. All of them were getting minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're I, not going to tell me. I, 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 don't think, they they got, I don't think the talent. Yeah, I, ain't gonna, I, ain't, I ain't ready to throw Jordan Clarkson away yet. He shoot yeah. a lot of air balls. Nance do some bullshit, yo. Nance be on some bullshit. Nance is not that far from McGee. Yeah, he really not. He really not. He really not. He a lot of wild shit. Like... You see Man, what he did today? <laughs> no, I didn't even see it. You missed that oop? They threw an oop he ain't. They missed that shit. You missed it. It wasn't there. Dunk champ. Missed it. He gonna be on Shaq and the Fool. <laughs> Lucky they didn't get broadcast by TNT today because... Oh, yeah. Shaq would have barbecued him during halftime. Kyle Corver, damn near 40. Getting slammed 40, man. Dang, huh? He was out when Punk was popping. It's like having... He been playing for the Sixers when Punk was on. Yeah. Corver is over fucking ready. He been over ready. Corver's a pro. I ain't mad at Corver. He's doing whatever he's doing. What you, he doing, saying, what he, what you should do at that point in your career, he's a pro. He's doing what he should do. His best like, he shouldn't be asking him to play. He shouldn't be asking him to play. Yeah, he did, but he's doing what he's supposed to be doing as a pro. Here in Philly. Yeah, he had a good year in Philly, but he had best years in Utah and Atlanta. He was knocked down. You know, Corver always been knocked down. That's what you can say about him, but... I just remember them making yeah, a big deal. Yeah, he's opponent to the championship run right now. Uh, he's ass. 
I just remember that that acquisition for Cleveland was they made they made it a big deal. Like he was that was gonna you put him on the same level as Golden State. They yeah. thought he was gonna spread the floor. That's all they. He should have though. Realistically, they thought he was gonna open up the floor, but he does open the floor. He's brother, he but he does open the floor. You just know what he's gonna do when he get the ball. You know, Steph Curry can dribble, get you to the hole. Clay can get to the hole. Durant can get to the hole. You know when he catches, he's shooting the ball or he's passing right back to somebody. You know what I'm saying? So you can kind of guard for that. You know, playing chest to chest. Stay, stay in his chest. Just don't let him catch it clean. Boston might trade Kyrie. I think he's capable of doing more than just that. What, putting the ball on the ground? Yeah. When you ever see Kyle Hoover put the ball on the ground? Who? Kyle Hoover. Oh, cool. uh, I thought you were talking about Slash. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. He's doing what he's supposed to do. I don't think I wouldn't ask. Can't ask yeah, I, yeah, I, don't, I, I agree with you, that. You're you, you making him pay 25 minutes. Yeah, if you're Boston, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's fucking nuts. If you're Boston, would you trade Kyrie? For who? I would. Kawhi Leonard? No, man. No, 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 them young boys no. out there. Who I'm yeah. not, I'm not no. trading Kyrie. The, the yeah, trading Kyrie. For DeMarcus all fucking day, yo. No, no. What? AD and Kyrie? That's no, a good trade, good. too. It's a good trade. I mean, right now, it's safe to say. That'd be That's crazy. As so a good trade, that's tough. As far as Boston, no, he not. He think about going to the finals that he never been to. Yo, everybody has to think about that. That was everybody's mindset this season. How to beat Golden State? Well, I put. That's it from the rip. Everybody was worried about Golden State this year. I think the Celtics got the best chance. I think the Celtics got the best chance. So be who? The Warriors. Oh, you said Cousins? Yeah, I disagree. Cousins, Al Horford, only because. I do Taylor I, I Brown. The Rock is yeah. about to get swept. Yeah, that's a good lineup. It's a crazy lineup on low. Low. Boston. Man. Boston is a black horse for me because they and they coach. Their coach. Their coach. Yeah, their coach is like that. I, mean, I made a. I made a point earlier that we've been this whole time we've been waiting for like a player to take out or to to, to combat Brown, but we never thought about a coach. Coming, you know, saying take but over. Brown gotta do better, yo. He can't do, yo. You're not gonna handicap us like that. And he's that, young, yo. so he all he has is time to fucking design plays yeah. for Brown. Sit there and probably watch film on he's everybody. That's why I said, like, I, I, I said that, that shit too. You like, see, don't be surprised. Brown ended up in New York or Boston, man. That's true. Boston is the. I don't think he's gonna go to Boston, no, but if he gets Boston, they can Boston is like, um, but only Boston would be a perfect, um. Fit for him? I don't think he wants Boston. Well, I don't think he wants to go Kyrie, to Boston. The way Kyrie left and Kyrie stayed. Yeah, it was like, like, now you taking Kyrie man. to continue your legacy. He left too. Hmm? Yeah, Paul Pierce is shit. I don't think Brown goes to Boston at all. Yeah, I'm not taking Kyrie. I don't see too much bad blood over there. And, and not really bad. Blood, I mean, if all that he would go to the Sixers because our young players admire him and appreciate his greatness more than their young players do. Cause you see, they be and they gonna listen. Boston right about to be big headed if they go to the the champs. They be like, why Brown coming here? We just beat him to go. Yeah, and then he gonna fall into that <laughs> so shit where you can't beat him, join them shit. And mm-hmm. So he's not. They out the question. 
I think six. I think six is probably. And the best. I want to go to them teams that are already like established, like the organization, like L.A. Um, who who you just say? Um, who you just said? The Pelicans. Who you talking? About? Who team we just? Boston. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, Boston. They already got like history of being great. Like they it's, it, it sucks to play in L.A. So if you yeah you go if LeBron go to L.A. and win a chip, he's not gonna have no records. None of that. They got up. histories of. A whole bunch of legends that's already there. He might as well go to Philly and make his own, yeah, his own name. It's room for him to be a legend here. He might not have enough time to pass yeah, on. Him, yeah, but he like would that. if he has, but he's not passing on. Okay. Doctor Ken, they only got one, right? Back in the day, with more, when they only got yeah, one. Yeah, only got one. But Brian can beat some of their records, though. Probably, it's probably, it's probably some shit he can beat over there. In a season, single season shit. Yeah, and he got to go ham though. Cause Season, single season. Right. Yeah, Paul Pierce, KG, all them motherfuckers over there. Yeah. Ray Allen, all that So, a single season record might be even hard for him to stop in one, in one or two years. And them big uh, franchises like that. His best bet to come to it's Philly or bet. stay where he at is Philly. The best bet is, is definitely Philly. Yeah. And I'm not even saying that because I'm from Philly. I'm just, I just look at all the teams. None of this shit makes sense. I can't even see him playing in Houston, honestly. I can see him playing with Houston. Yeah, yeah Houston. I can see him playing with that, Houston. That, that right, when he's second choice. Man, Brian come in, he can run from there. I think Brian is thinking about either Sixers <laughs> or Houston. That's speaking it. of which, today well, was... Yeah, Houston, that shit crazy. But my bad. Speaking of which, today was election day. And uh, I cannot vote myself as uh, I'm an independent. Zeke told me I can change whenever I want, but I, you know I've been procrastinating on that, and uh, so I'm not. I can only vote for the primaries, so I don't know if any of y'all went out and voted, but uh, I got know, my sticker. I know my man Zeke is working up polls. Yeah, I'm wondering how many people came out and voted because um, um, the the mother election polls. I got my sticker. I voted. The where I live, um, we normally have a high voter turnout, and our numbers were a little low today. Um, lower than what they normally are. And just speak on the importance of it. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. So that's what I'm saying. So yeah, I wonder. I, I mean, out there and vote. I mean, I just, I'm just curious. You know what I'm saying? And I, I shouldn't say everybody who's here tonight should disclose. I'm just saying those who are comfortable. You know, did you vote today? Why or why not? You know, it's good. It's good talk for the audience because I'll bet we have people in our listening audience on both sides. Some who voted, some who didn't vote. No takers. <laughs> I could. I you told you I couldn't. Oh vote. yeah, June is one. That's one yeah. down. Yeah, I couldn't vote. So. The room has what seven people. I voted. Seven. Corey did. So my man Corey voted. Sarone voted. So I was lying when I said that I had my sticker. I ain't voted at all. I had to work. Nah, I'm bullshit, playing. bro. That's the. Uh, I had to that, work too. That's the. Uh, that's the lazy man mentality. I had to work, so what, man. What was at stake today? What exactly was at stake? Like, yeah, sure. So the rundown today. Um, today was the primary, right? So mm-hmm. for anybody who don't know. Um, in our listener audience, um, you're supposed to vote. Technically, you should vote every year, twice a year. If you're a registered into a party, you vote every year, twice a year. If you're a registered independent like June, then you should vote every year, once a year. In the primary, you're choosing the people that represent your party. For us in Philadelphia, you know, most of us are Democrats. So the primary matters a little bit more than the general because once you pick the primary, you pick the candidate that's going to represent the city in the general and you pick the person who's probably going to win. So with that being said... Um, today we voted for the primary and we voted for governor, which didn't matter too much. That was the top of the ticket. 
and the governor is an incumbent Tom Wolf who's running for re-election. So nobody challenged him in the primary. On the Republican side, you had a bunch of candidates who uh, ran, and I'm not even sure who actually came out uh, victorious in that primary. So I, I don't even know what that means. What do you mean by no one even no one challenged him? Why? why so not? no one ran against the governor. Why not? Well, explain that. To people. So he's an incumbent Democrat, and when you look at an incumbent Democrat, really an incumbent in any party. Especially at the top of the ticket, people tend not to run against him. So a good example would be uh, President Obama, right? Oh, President Obama, he beats Hillary in the primary. Boom. And then he goes on, he wins the general, he becomes president. When he runs for re-election, there's no Democratic primary. It was him. Right. Then he, he already ran. Know, they already know that. Well, it's tough to beat an incumbent in your party at the top of the ticket that high. That You're high. talking about something like governor okay. or president. It's tough to beat your own party because and it don't um, look they got good. a lot of money. Right, doesn't even look good for you to do, for you for you for you to even do that to run against your own party. Right, uh, and you got to have a lot of money too. Okay. And you know, right. parties tend to have money that come from certain places, and there's not a whole lot to spread around and run at the top of the ticket against somebody like that. So, so governor was at the top of the ticket. Question: So the only way that somebody would come and try to run against is if they lose, the Republican lose, then that then on the Democrat side they'd be like. All right, we can run for the spot here. So that's what you're saying. Because he's like, if he's like doing his job and he's up there, there's no point in running against him on that side. Especially, you're right, especially in the primary. Now, if he's not doing his job, even in the primary, at the top of the ticket, you might not see a, a challenger. Like, think about this. Do you think a Republican, if Trump does not get charged and he's coming up for re-election in 2020, do you think a Republican is going to challenge him? Probably I not. Just, I was just surprised that you understood fluent Eddie because I, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> well, you gotta rephrase your question yeah. before I listen to Basically, I was I saying what he was talking about. Zeke said that nobody challenged him, so I said, "Why would no one challenge? No one challenge him on that side?" Yes. So yeah. I'm saying, if he continues to stay there, why would somebody challenge him? The Republicans would have to win in order for that spot to be up. For, for grass for two people to run for there. Yeah. That's what I was basically saying. That's right. what I to so I was using Trump as an example and saying, you know, more than likely that a, a Republican won't challenge uh, mm -hmm. Trump in the primary, even though his approval ratings aren't the highest. So you tend not to see a challenger that high at the top of the ticket because it's, it's pretty hard to do. So you have no challenger um, in a Democratic primary, but of course you have a, a, a ton of challenges in a Republican primary because... Uh, again, a ticket that high with a state like this where it can go mm -hmm. either way, there's going to be a race. So, challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, so they're going to have more challenges. So, yeah. Just like we have more, uh, you know, we, we have more challenges when Tom Corbett was running for re-election. Mm -hmm. No Democratic challenger on the primary. A bunch of people challenging. Tom Wolf wins the primary. Now you got Tom versus Tom. Wolf ends up beating Corbett, and that was the first time an incumbent governor lost in Pennsylvania in a long time. And the major reason why he lost was because of schools and education. Okay. That was the primary reason. It was a, a campaign about schools. And, and that was the primary so reason why he lost. So, in those situations, can you shoot yourself in the foot if you're up and coming and, like, kill your political career if you go against a Tom Wolf? Like, is it, like, taboo or unethical, like, for you? To it, it, like it, I would say Tom Wolf specifically, yes, because he's doing a lot of work for the Democratic. He's doing a lot of good work yeah. if you're if you're a Democrat who believes in Democrat policy. So, you shoot yourself and you pretty much politically, kill your political yeah, career. Because he's not, it's not like he's doing a bad job. Now, if he was doing a bad job, then you're not taking, it's not political suicide. It's probably just not a good idea. But you know, and, you know, that's just what it is. So Tom Tom Wolf's at the top of the ticket, right below Tom Wolf, um, Lieutenant Governor, and um, I'm pretty sure Fetterman won that, which is like really interesting, and we can have like a whole other topic. 
Just the results, can't results aren't in yet. Well, it depends on the seat. The most of the results are in. Okay. All the Philadelphia results have been in for a couple hours. Most of the results are in across the state. Um, it's a statewide race. All right. So in odd number of years, we vote local, right? We vote every year. Yeah. Odd number of years, we vote city. Even years, we vote state and federal. So this is an even year, we vote state, federal. Um, and most of the numbers are in statewide. So Lieutenant Governor on the uh, Democratic side, um, Featherman actually won, which is an upset because the incumbent was Mike Stack. Okay. But he had a lot of baggage. So that's why a lot of people ran against him. That's an example of people running against incumbent. He had a lot of baggage, a lot of negative rumors about him. That made a lot nah, of his traditional sports. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of people, a lot of Philly people had about. I ain't gonna fry. I didn't do my his, my research on that race, so I was like, damn. Well, one I'm day gonna, he might have something that might can touch me. One so day we're gonna talk about the race dynamics of that because the unique thing about well, first of all, the accusations around Stack were race based. Oh, and man. when you look at the candidacy of Featherman. Who won? It's like very unique. It's like, it's I'm like. Glad he won. Well, I mean, I mean, like, it might not be, but I mean, when you, when you see him, you know, I, I'll say this: a black man could never campaign the way he does okay. win a race. Okay. No way. Okay. No way. You might even end up in jail. <laughs> you know, honestly, you won't be allowed to walk certain places, dress the way he is dressed, carrying himself the way he does. It'd be no, no way a black man. How does he dress? Well, he he doesn't wear suits, right? So it's all like like casual wear. I can't really describe it. You know what I mean? It's unique. It's not yeah. really appropriate. No, anyone how we dress. Like, so it's just it's not it's not it's definitely not political at all. It's like a, just casual. He has a lot of tattoos, you know, facial hair stuff like that. Mm. Normal for us, yeah. you know. The clothes isn't normal, but everything else is normal. So just imagine a big beard black person with tattoos and casual wear consistently. Running for office statewide, not Philly, across the state of yeah, Pennsylvania. State, so okay. Oh, this man won by a landslide. So you see what I'm saying? Like that's the irony is like <laughs> we dress like that all the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it gets us in yeah, like yeah. back of cop yeah, cars yeah, exactly. and yeah. stuff like that. He's the number Stop two man in his, He's the number two man in the state. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, so he was the lieutenant governor's race, and it's like a lot of race ironies that we could like really dissect and uh, discuss. Uh, U.S. Senate. Um, Casey was the Democrat. He wins that easily. A bunch of congressional races happen across the state that, you know, we're not even going to get into. Um, and then, you know, the state house races, we got about 26 in the city. Most of them ran unchallenged. Um, 200 total seats, 203 total seats in the state house, 52 seats in the Senate. All two, 203 seats in the state house was up for re-election. 26 out of the 52 Senate seats was up for re-election. And, um, you know, most, a lot of the people in Philadelphia were on the ballot today. So we had some upsets in the city today that was kind of crazy. Um, we had some folks that won that was like, you know, not a surprise. Did any and, of them benefit you in any way? Did any of um, them benefit us in any way? It benefit us as a people? Um, yeah, I think there were some. I think we should have a separate show about that where we really dissected a little bit more because I know we got other things we want to talk about today. Um, and I would love to get all y'all opinion, you know, create some scenarios that I think are interesting. Um, did there were there some wins that benefited me today? Absolutely, definitely. And um, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't showing my hand. You know what I mean? You want to know what benefited me? You gotta do your research. Yeah. Right, um, right, right, right. It's probably yeah. I mean, when, when I get a seat, that's a different conversation. But you know, I'm trying to see one, so I'm not gonna show my hand. Um, but you know, I think again, it was an interesting day. I think it was an amazing day. You know, just to watch the results coming in. It's always like when you're a candidate and you watch the results coming in. It's like the most nervous, mind-wrecking thing ever. 
But when you a spectator, you watch the results coming in. It's just like a roller coaster. It's crazy because it's so unpredictable. These are like people I know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean personally. So you know you understand the transition when somebody lose a race, how that impacts the people who work in their office and how those folks gotta find new jobs. Yeah, that's somebody I, lobby. I, I, I was just talking about as far as like if you're a Democrat, was did it go? Was it? Well, it's the primary. Um, it really Democratic Party. Uh, I, I think no. I would say no. If I had to say was it beneficial for the Democratic Party, I would say no because the turnout was so low. Okay. You know, and I think um, when you look at the turnout um, last year and what you typically get in an off year like that when you vote for a district attorney and controller and some of the judicial seats, the turnout last year was significantly high compared to what it normally is in that type of year. Right. So, so in the past, so you'll see like maybe like nine. I've seen it as low as nine percent. So what broke? Um, the fact that you had Seth Williams, who was um, who was under criminal investigation. So the seat opens up wide, so you got a lot more money being spent. Uh, the fact that it was the year after Trump, right? So you had like this anti-Trump wave of people wanting to get involved in politics because Trump had just lost and it's like, you know, what can I do right now? You know, and it's a democratic city. And so you see, yeah. you know, like an increase in yeah. voter turnout, voter participation. Um, um, so no, I would say no, if I had to say for the Democratic Party as a whole, because for when you look at a guy like Wolf keeping his seat, you know, his seat depends on turnout. That's what it depends on, his turnout. So if if his numbers turn out, he'll, he'll keep his seat. But based on today, you know, numbers were not good at all as far as voter turnout and participation in the election. Oh, yeah. It was low, you said? Absolutely Damn. low. Like yeah. a lot of people, that's why I said I was curious to hear people's perspective today because a lot of people didn't vote. Um, a lot of people said they didn't know it was an election today. You know what I mean? That was one of the things that yeah. people said. Yeah, that too. I, I mean, me, I didn't know until, like, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't know until this week, and I, and it's Tuesday right now, so, um, but as far as, you know what I mean, with all the information that I've learned from you today, and your, and your, pot, and your particular um, views and stuff like that, um, I would like to announce that I'm running for governor in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> 2022. Yeah, oh, my, my bad, my bad. 2022, you know what I mean, I can sway, I can sway the low turnout. Right, and then I can uh, have them vote for me. Being mm -hmm. at being at the board dress, how you want to dress, I can just dress what I want. Yeah. yeah. So, so nobody do you like you. So who you gonna, who you gonna, who you gonna identify with, the Regans or the Blacks? They gonna set you up. <laughs> I'm gonna make a few commercials and be like, look, don't do it. And then, <laughs> then you gotta do a commercial again in Spanish. Might be on something. Well, I'll tell y'all this. It's a person who's ran twice. Rule number one in politics is, you know, it's very difficult to get your numbers from the people who don't traditionally vote. That costs you a lot more money. Mm -hmm. It costs more money to try to get people to vote who don't traditionally vote than it does to try to convince a person who's already going to vote to yeah, vote absolutely. for you. Yeah, absolutely. It costs way more money. So if your plan is to run for governor based on exciting people to vote that don't traditionally vote, you better plan on raising a lot of money. Yeah, that makes sense. What is that, literature? You basically saying like getting content out to those people? I mean, so first of all, you're talking about convincing people to vote that don't normally vote. So that means you have a strategy to do so that I don't know. So I don't know what that strategy is. So what is the strategy is. to do if they get people to vote that don't usually vote? What is, what you're talking to the wrong person. I don't know what so that strategy is. you've never attempted it. No, absolutely not. I've never attempted that because I've never raised the type of money to be able to do so. We, we first thing I got to do is I got to be able to contact these people. That costs money. So whether I'm going to contact you by promoting to you on social media, getting a commercial on TV, a direct contact, 
I'm going to have to pay a bunch of people to knock the doors. Like, whatever I do to get a bunch of people to contact you, is going. you know what I mean? That's going to cost a lot of money. I never knew that. I never knew that. Yeah, and then after I get in contact with them people, I now have to persuade them to vote. Yeah. Then I have to persuade them to vote for me. So now it's, it's that's a that's three different problems. Yeah. Now, I, when you're trying to convince a person who's already going to vote to vote for you, all you have to do is think about their interests. What do you think this person's interest is and then cater to their interests? Yeah. Right. It, it, Which is cheaper uh, from a marketing perspective. It's just cheaper. Right. Isn't running a campaign similar to like running a business, so to say? And I'm just looking at it from the outside, looking in. It looks like... I, mean, I think they have their so similarities much. and they have their differences. Okay, yeah. It's just like running a promotional business, for real, bro. It's similarities, it's differences. It's some because things that you, they... You need to be... You need to be able to advertise correctly, market yourself in the, in the right in the right demographic, have the talking points that people want to talk about. You got to research all that. What what are they What are they crying for? You got to be able to respond to what they what they want. I just don't. I don't know what algorithm you come up with to be able to find that out. But <laughs> you said algorithm. You funny as shit. I said algorithm. <laughs> Algorithm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm. Mm. That changes things. It's not. It's not, <laughs> what, it's not what it be. So yeah, basically, yeah, cause I feel like that's what they do on on a higher scale, as far as like nationwide elections. They come up with a, you know shit like that. So what's the next topic after the the election? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is my man. A lot of heat didn't drop, man. No, no, no. no. Before, before, fuck the album releases, fuck. or the ones that come in, or the ones that fell. My man Corey had a talking point. I thought this was really funny when I read it. Right, so I'm gonna read it. Is that <laughs> texting instead of talking when you meet someone new, and is it productive? And can you get to know someone without talking? Because I feel like. That's ninety percent of relationships nowadays. Yes, sir. Ninety percent. You spend ninety percent of your time in terms of communication with your your significant uh, partner or other via text message. This is the, they say it's the millennial era. We're the busiest, like fake busiest. We can be fake busy fake also, busy. but we they say we can see a lot of people not doing shit. Generation ever, like we just like got a million things. That's the going main on. knock on millennials, though, yeah. is that we lazy. Yeah, and we yeah. we seek. Instant gratification, yeah, that's what and if I'm we saying. don't, if, if we can't get it, it's like we go on, we on, on to the next. Yeah, the that's why baseball is dying. Yeah, like it's like the strike out mode. They saying the strikeout rate is going up every single year, every single year. So it's like people don't want to see fucking strikeouts. Yeah. Nobody wants to see they don't a one zero game. A pitcher duel. They don't want to see a pitcher duel on a fucking Wednesday. Yeah, Nobody wants to see that shit. A sleep TV. And that, yeah, and that shit ends up being. You about to go to sleep. Sleep TV, funny as shit. A 1 0 game. Nobody wants to see that shit. That, that so, I think technology just gearing us to be lazier. Like you said, I think that, ah, me working with computers, I got like all types of programs and apps I use where I press a button and it would do something that would take the average person like five minutes and I'm pressing like which, a single which, button. Which, which, is funny, yeah, which is funny because you see the board uh, Tiz215? Yeah. You see that shit when he was uh, at, in, at at uh, Atlanta radio show and the short he was like uh, so what is stuff that you actually use? He's like he's like same same comedians are in there mm-hmm. because they can entertain and make the girl laugh and once you make her laugh you can get in there but why do you think that is? 
because the average niggas texting her. Like, there's exactly. no type of connection. It, no, that's what I'm saying. So, so a nigga, a super charismatic motherfucker come around, like, you mean, you talking shit. Make you ain't seen that Because all you've been doing is looking at your phone and pushing buttons. Like, he just made a laugh without her having to reach for her phone. True. So it's like I just feel like yeah. that, so that's part of art. So what are you saying, dog? So what you what you what you're saying is that people who that that uh, you need to talk on the phone in order is that talking is better than the texting? Is that what you're saying? I see. I, I you take it. Text I, first. I take, you I just can't it. just be talking to random people. I always like, apply you know everything, like, everything in moderation. Like, everything in moderation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It can't just be all text message. You, you gotta hear your voice at a certain you point. Like, you, you, might, you, you might get your little sister or some text me. Like, I ain't in that weird shit. So, two like, things, real quick. So, the first thing is, do you say text? Do you also mean like DM or social media as well? Would you put that in the same category as text? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. that's, that's, I would love that's to hear But if you have a serious conversation, DM something wrong with you with your phone off? Like, no. I mean, like, second thing, second thing, real quick. Second thing, I would love to hear Lewis' perspective on this because he represents an entire different generation. I think social media it's funny because J. Cole said on his album where he said Fell in love with he, he said he said uh, love today is called digital mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's fucking with my hoe you know what I'm saying like half of these girls or people on Instagram Shit is just Instagram. Yeah, it's just so it's just what you see for the see, moment. You fucking shit, boy. Half of these people don't live like that, or don't even, you know, like I just I just started texting some chick the other day. She just asked me that I did, did. Did she make the cut? I said for what? She talking about women crush Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad it's getting. <laughs> I'm like, dead serious. That's how bad it's getting. That's what, wild. What you like. I, I'm out of the game, bro. Like, I don't want no so, so like, this, When you meet a female now, are you... So do you fall in the category where you texting way more than even calling? Yeah. Okay. Especially with these with these girls you, you may meet on social media. I mean, I don't know, because I feel like your, your wave right now is that FaceTime, FaceTime shit. FaceTime I is there, too. FaceTime in these bitches all the time. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Like, but face, you gotta understand. I'm still, I'm still talking. Though. I can see. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, it's just makes it easier than always just trying to meet up and you know what I'm saying. It just yeah. makes it easier. But this is exactly what we're talking yeah, about. Like, it's gonna happen. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like you see how naturally he said that. Yeah, yeah like, because you have he's basically avoiding actual no, contact. It's not that. You just it's not avoiding nothing. It's just for certain times you just gotta you're gonna have to adapt to what's going on what's being out what's being made in the future alright it's, it's trying to help our. it's not helping our generation but it is it's fun. not because I remember it's, I had to go get on a bus to go see somebody because you, you know can, what I'm saying yeah. I have to help when the last time when the last time let's go to the park some shit and walk around but listen day, when the last time you got up to change the channel got up to change the channel yeah Never. We have remotes, Louis. Exactly. You see how easy you said that? <laughs> so you can't apply the... I'm not, not saying that. I'm just saying you see how you were just in your bro. mind. It's just like, what do we need to get up and change the TV for? We, we have remotes. That's, just, that's why I said FaceTime is like, you gotta, is, you have to go with it. We're talking about... Well, ain't no babies. I mean, yesterday, you guys were fucking motherfuckers. I just bro. feel like yeah. social media has Y'all gone to another VR. level. These, like, these females are just, are like, even males, they're just worried about Instagram, social media. They don't even have no personality outside of social media. Really be mm-hmm. fucking like, yeah, you quiet as shit in person. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I just got a couple likes. Yeah, like. My followers. I just stepped up. in a room with a couple motherfuckers like that. Like, man, you live this shit online. Like, you, you, you follow shit around right now. Though, like, you know what I mean? There's some chicks that 
I just think me, I always felt like Ace Hood don't make good albums. He's his mixtapes is incredible. Way better on mixtapes. He makes yeah. his his albums though, they don't do it for me. He, I, they don't do it for me. That's all. I think it's just me. It's just like oh oh he can't do it for me. I'm sorry. Has anyone else heard the Ace Hood album besides these two? Nah, I didn't I didn't even know Ace Hood dropped anything. I'm not an Ace Hood fan, so I've been a fan for a while. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know how you could be an ace hood for ace hood. I like ace hood though. See, that's this. No, the thing is, you gotta, you, nice. gotta, you gotta follow along because he came out with some good mixtapes, and yeah, that's what he, caught me yeah. on. Even when he fell off with DJ Khaled, I mm-hmm. still kept on listening, and the music just kept on getting better. I'm, I'm just, like, yeah, I'm he just can wait. rap. I'm just waiting for Drake. You know what I'm saying in June. Woo. Of course, everybody waiting for I mean, Drake. Right? Drake has never let me down as far as creating an album. I'm not Corey. Corey. Corey's a Drake converter. I had to pay yeah, him. I mean, <laughs> want to talk about I wouldn't even say converter. I, I can say I, 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 I don't mind listening to him again. Because I was fucking with him when he first came out. Like, I was I was putting niggas on. Like, yo, you don't hear the ball? Like, he go in. But then all that fuck shit came out. And I'm one of them old head niggas. I, like, I, like, you really got right to rap for me. I'm sorry. That's a requirement to me. I understand the game now, whatever it is. Whatever excuse all them niggas came up with because they were scared to go against him because he got so many fans. They had bomb on whoever say something against him. But they, they got know, like, I mean, you could collab. I, you, you could be in the studio with niggas picking niggas' brains and shit. Oh, how that's I, so, that's, so, that's, so, that's rapping. So who's I'm in the top about, three that didn't get shit written for? Who I don't know no more. I don't know no more. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. I'm, yeah. Every time I hit turn around, somebody else had their bars wrote for him. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, nowadays you just gotta do the the, the uh, usually the info is on the album, uh, like when it come out. But um, just a random note. I think this is off topic here. Maybe not really, cause it's about music here. Jazzy Jeff came out with a uh, album. Shit's pretty uh, dope. You know what I mean? Y'all, 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 y'all go and check that out. I'm not listening. Jazzy Jeff. So he come out with an album. He has to have other rappers rapping on his beats, or he actually rapping himself. No. No, no, yeah, yeah. It's like other artists, yeah, it's reason other reason artists, future on his own. He so, he produces it. DJ producer. Who's who the most notable person on this album? I was trying to know. Yeah, he can't be serious. Who was the who's the most notable person? He got you Charlie Mack rapping on that show. No way you gonna convince me to you probably say I see it. I mean, I see a lot of brown fish. <laughs> I mean, the thing is that, but really, what y'all doing is judging without. I don't. I'm asking you, Charlie. I'm serious. I'm serious right now. Like, I'm really lost. I'm asking the most notable person. I asked you the most notable person. I'm not judging because I said brown fish. Brown fish. Yeah. He was on a track with. Brown fish. I remember. Couple Couple He was on the old Kanye joint. The Kanye. The Brand new? y'all like brand new? Is uh, brand new? Uh, he was on the uh, he was on the track where uh, Kanye he said he said I don't know if I'm chasing hoes or, or I'm chasing money, but I know when I'm chasing one, the others get in the way. He was on the, I, the I track with. I know Ron Fest. Yeah. I know that you talking about. But you know that's all I got. You know what I mean? Yeah. So do you like any other albums that's out right now? Styles P dropped one. Who else we got? P dropped. Somebody from this century. I, I got. 
Man, I'm a uh, post drop. Post Malone drop the joint. I keep Post Malone shit hot as shit. Post Malone shit hot as and he breaking records too. I fuck with that joint. I think he dethroned. I don't want to discredit the guy. Yeah, on streaming shit. A rapper is done for. He ain't cheap too though. He white. I know. I know. I know. But I think. But he make good music. I ain't I mean, I heard other niggas write for him. That's what I'm saying. If I can listen to Drake, I can listen to him. I'm not. That's why I do say about. Like Drake over there, open my eyes with the ghostwriting shit. Like, you just had to accept it. Like, it's just good music, man. I, I'm not one of the most that feel think, that that's you that's had to write your shit. I feel like if you have the sound, can't say you you got you can't just, like you the best in the world when you, when people really write their shit and really rap. It's, it is people like that. I seen it happen. Now in the studio with somebody, and y'all hear each other bars, and somebody like, yo, I think this sound better. That's not somebody writing your raps. Cause you could do the same thing for him. You. That's your rap. He just told you how to, his input on it, and you took his advice. So I'm not talking about that. No, because I feel other, like I feel so like he, was, he had wrote Miller. shit for himself, and yeah. then as he went on, he, he was he was already talented. He was already yeah, that's what I'm saying. He shit. took it away from himself, but you can't that like that reference track is crazy. Like, but other than like, that, that Miller reference crazy. track, what else proof do you have that he that he? Um, everybody who he be around who end up sounding like him or. I mean, I think they, he's, they he's still, he's like still more people's style. Yeah, like, like he's a chameleon. He's a chameleon. He's an actor. He was an actor before exactly, he started rapping. Exactly. He went, all he's doing is picking up the script. And I feel like he emulates it. He know how to change. He put his own shit on it, but it'd be a whole other nigga style. You haven't noticed how he can go in whatever direction he wants to, like, easily? That's incredible. I've never seen that That's part of his talent. And I feel like this is a new age. See that before too. This Jay-Z. is a, this is a new age uh-huh. where you Jay Z. No, you mean? never seen that before. You serious? I'm not talking about flows. I'm talking about actual songs. Different types of songs. He can go anywhere he wants and make a hit on any type of song. Not making no street hard shit. I see. I see. Drake already did that. What? I, I he see, got street hard shit. I would be able to get yeah, 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 Big boy, ever me. But Drake, you know not to ever cross that threshold. You better keep it right there. Wait, who? You about? Drake, you can't make no street shit, man. You can make some shit some street niggas like, but he can't never talk that shit on no seven sixteen. He don't have to though. Drake I talk I just, Drake yeah. shit. Exactly. Nobody, that's cool. Drake. That's cool. But, uh, that's you know what, but I'm not gonna let that discredit the song that he made. He it with that Canadian slang shit, but we don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Man's Mark. Man's Mark. Yo, I, I, I think that talent. I meant, uh, and I maybe, and I, I may be mistaken, but I think Drake is a talented individual enough. He is where, super talented. Where, That's why where I like if he him, just like put his mind talented. into making a fucking hardcore street album, like the shit would be fire. He got niggas saying. I just think that he's like he's well, like, well, like, well, like, well, well, like, well, gotta come into place and say enough is enough, bro. You can't make no street shit, Drake. That's why I That's why me. No, the fuck you can't, bro. Tripping. That's why me got that over. Dog, me can make a song like that, but me can make street shit. You don't gotta have credibility, or, or, like. But I, I know you, you, if you want to listen to Drake, you know why Drake is entertainment. You know why Drake? You gotta take it from what it is. There's a lot of rappers that start talking about shit, dog. This is why Drake is fucking clowns. You can't take it literally. There's a lot of rappers talking that street shit, right? There's a lot of rappers talking that street shit. They not street. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of rappers doing that street shit. They, they like don't do none of that. Come out like you got a white, his name, Slim Jesus. Look him up. In the hood. Talking yo, his shit. He's yo, not a rapper. Where is he? He's not a rapper. 
Nah, they rappers. They, they rappers. Don't they just try. You can't. No, Drake is from another country. You don't know what the fuck he's doing in Canada or how he moving. Man, yo, for you what? don't know. I got a pretty good idea. I was listening to the brilliant idiots, and the boy was saying that Drake, first of all, he said Drake don't get into no fights. Mm-hmm. He said he look around and get niggas to get you the fuck out of here. That's how he moving. Why wouldn't he be? He's, well, like, he's a fucking damn near uh, $200 millionaire. Like, I'm saying that. Like, that got, that's how he moving in Canada? Like, right now, like, it ain't hard to be going when you got money, bro. So, like, bro, you want him to start putting it work when he worked no, for that money. No, <laughs> I'm saying he can't never do that because he never lived that type of lifestyle. That's a lie. You can talk about I get my yeah. bodyguard to beat you the fuck up all you want. That's a lie, though. No, bro, you tripping. I heard bro. he got, he, I heard he got a nice payroll. I'm talking mm-hmm. about he that. I heard he got a lot of niggas on his payroll. Exactly. He got a lot of niggas on his payroll. <laughs> they goons. They not bodyguard. They not yeah, official. Yeah, you gotta feed the wolves. That's why the niggas eat him. You gotta feed the wolves. Niggas eat him, man. That makes him, that makes him a high-ranking official. <laughs> what well, well, I'm saying He's definitely that. ready now. Like, he probably gets somebody picked up, all that shit. Well, I'm not. I'm not trying to put that in the atmosphere, but no. But he, he probably he, can make that call. He, he, he probably can make that call, but come on, man. He's Audrey, man. Like, Let's agree. To I ain't knocking man. the ball. Like it's that lightning, but come on, he can't never do no street shit. Though. He can make sh- shit that's hot in the streets. But he can't never I, really. I, I feel like talk some if, shit like YG. Even if he, even talk if he some can't shit make like, the street you know shit, mean? that's true. Even if he can't make the street shit, he's talented yeah, enough to make the money doing other shit. Can't never spit like me. Can't never spit like this. How can Drake do? But y'all letting these other rappers get away with it, and they not from the hood. I don't think. I don't think nobody so personally with it. it. it just, if Drake is the really chameleon that he is, why we're really talking about his backgrounds unless he get pulled up? Because I don't really give a I fuck. I think it comes to a point where you know how many people he got around. Everybody, nigga, target pull. I see it bang. I see a shit. I'm like, all right, bang. It's gonna be Drake make a street album. Gonna be a bunch of hits. But I ain't gonna go search to see if you fraud like. That's what I'm saying. So I can't Drake get away. Already know already like. No, you not, don't know. Like, I'm not saying bull a bitch. He probably fight all that shit, but it's a different caliber, dog. Like, he's a different caliber. I think everybody's aware of what's going on in rap. It's just the old people can't keep speaking on it because then you start to sound like a hater. Yeah. You got to give way to the new age. Yeah. It is what it is. Like, yeah, no, it ain't, you can't have the old heads keep speaking on it. It ain't what it is. You just gotta let it live. Gotta I, like, right I like Joe Budden's perspective on shit. It is you what it is. Them niggas, they can have all that new age shit. Y'all got that way. Because what you keep talking, you sound like the don't say that shit is like real. But they rap, need reminders rap. though. They also need reminders. Yeah. And that's when the old head come in and yeah. remind. Like, like honestly, you gotta push the genre at a certain point. Like, they, they might be taking I mean, it in a crazy different like, direction. It's gonna be a super lyrical young boy who rap like that coming out out of that way. That probably never got exposed back then, but. Think who's about this, it. Who's to say these people wasn't getting none of their rights from anybody else? Just like I remember Jay Z, they compared they compared Jay Z flow to uh, what's his name, Big Compared Jay Z to a lot of people. Yeah, honestly. yeah. He got accused. I'm all man. Them niggas got compared to Jay Z, like, bro. Yo, Chris. Nah, come on, Corey. Bro, That's not act like come on, bro. Like, bro. Like, yeah. it's, it's bro what are you talking about, young Chris? Yeah, yeah like everyone heard a rumor or a saying or someone tell him before that. Jay Z stole his flow from a exactly. n- from a number. He of people. stole some of his mannerisms. <laughs> yep, all that shit. Yep. 
But who's to say Chris went around Jay Z before them tracks got laid, seeing how Jay Z move act and start doing that shit himself? Who's to know that? That's Jay Z, bro. He been, come on, yeah, Big L, my man. Yeah. I bang Big L now to this day. He's not fucking with Jay Z on no type of level. Never was. I, I, I remember. That. I remember the rumors were so strong about Jay Z yeah. at one point that he actually addressed it in his lyrics in yeah. a song. So, I mean, yeah. I'm not. You know, I'm not saying. I, no, man. He said something about in interview. No, it was Kanye. It was Kanye who said who Kanye addressed it for him. No, no, it was old. I'm shipping. It was because he said just because I say a big verse, I'm bigging up my brother, bigging up my yeah, brother. I mean, it's so like. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm just he never, saying. Like, he never sound like it was, big to me. Like, remember, remember everybody was even like, yeah, I'm just like saying, big. Like, I'm just justifying the young boy perspective. Right? And then at the, it was even a time where somebody had, like, they was like, like they made like all these mixes where Jay Z had somebody. somebody yeah. bro. Not writing the verse Plus, song, back bro. then, you didn't have. Well, I'm not saying the tools. Sure that went on. I'm you didn't sure have the tools to go and search somebody else's song and then it just pop up and be like, oh, those are the same thing. like, you know what I'm saying? He a way better artist than him, though. Puffy. Like, how I think about Puffy. Nah. Like, I think, like... Nah. Yeah, you can't. I mean, like, I, I think... I, think so. I said he a better artist, make better music than him, but, like... I mean, I think we, one thing is, like, and I don't know if we, you know, but, like, Drake is sing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he can legitimately sing. Yeah. So, like, that kind of... That's what I think... You buy a Drake R&B album? For sure. Yeah. I don't think Drake has ever put out because it's gonna be like rap. It's gonna be rap. You don't know. I mean, take care of <laughs> the closest thing to it, kind of. Yeah, have he has some, you know. I think you really hate Drake, like you like. No, 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 like, no, like, like, like don't hate him. him, like. But come on, y'all, like if he on top of this shit, he got it pop. But I'm like, if Mika for the lot of fuck people. I mean, but I haven't said no like opinions. A lot of fuck people. I'm tired of taking the opinion into account. It's not popular opinion to me. Just because you a fuck nigga, you got opinion. Don't mean it's a popular opinion, bro. Like, what if he come out with an album with Drake? Who? Drake and uh, Meek Mill. You gonna buy that thing? I probably, I will. I'm yes, sorry. I would. Like, I would listen to that. Like, I'm just saying, if, if Meek forgave Drake. I didn't say I don't hate the ball. Like, it ain't like I don't <laughs> Not to mention. Like, Not to mention. He I killed, he killed, killed right, me. Right, right playlist right now. He killed me, right? He killed, yeah, he killed him right. in that song. He killed him in that drum. Yeah, he did. After stuff like that, ain't no coming back. <laughs> I mean... I understand, though. I give Drake his credit, man. But I know that other niggas be writing this shit. And I see the shit that he be doing be sucking shit, yo. Like, you can't still nigga dance to get him beat the fuck up, dog. I really seen Wait, this whole YouTube shit, dog. Some young boy in Canada, dog, named Moji. You know you know that dance Drake be doing? Did you know me with his left hand up? Boy, he boy said shit on the interview. Like, nigga, Drake stole my dance. They got me beat up and shit. Kicked out of over yo shit. Did I see Drake do the same yo, he, shit in the fucking cha-cha? He tried to block, though. He like, dance moves like more. Yeah, he shot him out in the joint. Yeah, I remember he said that. Yeah, he shot him out of the really stole the whole swag. Mind clear with the Jordan hook, with the Jordan shit, but, all hey, that shit, dog. But he gave him a shot, though. Where you hit that from? Nigga, I seen it. Right, the bull said it. Like, Drake shot him out with the verse and all that shit. Like, it was on yeah, Summer 16. Right. Man, he was coming at me. Yeah. yeah. Look that shit up, dog. That's what I'm saying. Don't, don't talk all that shit when you don't know all the background. That had Dude, fuck. That's, that got a lot to do with music. You do shit like that. So I, let me ask you a question. How a dance? Like, you, you still a dance, my nigga? Let me ask you a question. 
How did you feel mm-hmm. when Meek got Beanie stole? I don't think Meek got Beanie stole. Oh, oh, I don't think he, I don't think Meek got Beanie stole. I think them niggas all know each other. I don't think all know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that he got him so either. I think that he just Meek Man and Meek Man. He just did it on his own. Like, he like, felt yeah. like Bean did some nice shit. And he stole him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they all know each other. He he know Beans more than Meek. As far as uh, Meek getting being stole, like I don't even think. I don't think he got like, stole. I just think. I don't even think it transpired that all the bullshit Beans did. Talking about, I ain't know it, that I was about to get on. <laughs> nah, I mean, look, I mean, exactly what you was about to fucking do, dog. I'm just saying, we all, we talking, we talking hip hop. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm showing you your anger. Please, all right, look, this guy, whatever, that's not, whatever. But I know what's going on. Whatever, I know, I know, who cares? Whatever, I'm just, it's all fine. It's podcast talk, but like, as we get ready to close out, I have some final thoughts that I wanted just. Uh, put out there before we close our day out. I think, um, again, election day today was crazy. Um, voter turnout got to be better um, in the primary. I mean, in the general this year because it's important. I also think um, look based on looking at the lottery and the prospects this year and uh, some of the hiring as co- and coaches, I, my money is uh, on the Hawks probably going to be tanking for a while. <laughs> Once you hire a sixer, Long time assistant. <laughs> That's a sign to your fans that they're going to be tanking for a while. The uh, Suns get the first pick of the draft uh, for the first time in a while. And if I'm the Sixers, I'm trading my pick. As it relates to the playoffs, my final thoughts are there. There are nothing different than what we knew last season at, uh, around this same time was that the Warriors going to win it then. Um, and they'll also win it now. And... Um, I mean that's it for me. What do you? What about you guys? Final thoughts. Final thoughts. I definitely agree. Brown is going to probably best best to go with the Sixers, but I think if he was to go to Houston, I think he might go win a chip faster. But I think he'll definitely go to the Sixers. As far as music, um, I'm a Drake fan. I don't know what Corey talked about, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a Drake fan. I'm going to put that Drake fan, dog. I ain't saying none of that wasn't true. And we all like me. I don't think it's a person here that don't like me. You just think, make us feel like we got you. I don't even think it's a Drake meet you. You make us feel like we got you. I didn't even say you. nothing about me. Like, like, I didn't, like, I didn't uh, even mention him. Like, I'm just uh, talking about Drake rapping in general. Like, you get put out there, it's not right your shit, and that shit hit home to him, dog. That shit hurt him. This shit stung him. Oh, shit. Damn. The white nigga responded like he did. Because he knew, like, that wasn't going to get do, out. I didn't do nothing to him. He actually got, he actually benefited. Because he that nigga. And my last thought. <laughs> you just be that nigga and be made up? What the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> My last thought is technology makes us really lazy, man. So I think this era, we definitely living in a text first talk later era. Because I, when I see my mom and dad texting, it shows how long it's coming. My mom... Barely could text me for it, but she's texting my dad. I witnessed it. That's definitely showed. That's the prime example I could say. And she's outside the millennium, way outside there. All I can say for you is that good thing you don't call like how you text. Because you wouldn't be communicating. I'm going to make sure your nigga text me when you get cousins. I ain't playing with your ass, man. Y'all just crazy. All right, that concludes episode six. Signing off. See y'all next week for episode seven. Peace. Peace.